Welcome to the Get Wired Podcast, presented by CED Vero Beach. Join us as we make new connections, share our outlooks on business as well as life, and provide a new look at the wholesale electrical supply industry from the inside out. This is the Get Wired Podcast. Here's your host, Mike Burkhart. Hey guys, welcome back to the Get Wired podcast. We've got today Dan Byers. We reached all the way across the west coast of the United States to a California location, manager of the California Electrical Supply in Santa Barbara, CES Santa Barbara. So uh, Dan graduated from college in 1989, and he immediately took an inside sales position with CED, where he was there from 1989 to 1994, moving right into outside sales from 1994 to 2005. And after that, he's promoted into the manager role, which he currently has right now. So it's been about 14 years since he's been, been a manager. And uh, as he's, he mentioned to me, he moved uh, all the way up those ranks and moved about 10 or 15 feet in space. So same location. It's my understanding you guys have been there since 1957. Um, yeah, um, 1957, this building was actually built for a company called Trielectric Sales. Okay. So, and then in uh, early 70s, it was bought out by a company called Amfac. And then in 1988, we became part of CED. 1988. So, okay, cool. That was one of my questions because I noticed that the uh, the years are the exact same year that we were founded. So I wasn't sure if that was a like you guys were part of the original stores or if that was just a coincidence. But that was just a coincidence. <laughs> nice. It's a good one. It's a good. It's a good coincidence yeah. to have. Um, and so Dan and I are going to talk not just about his history in a later episode, but today we're going to be specifically talking about different technologies that we can be using. Um, some CED related, some outside third party type softwares, uh, things that we think can really bring some value to managers and outside salespeople and people on the inside, uh, things our customers want and need and, and are looking for and elsewhere, whether it's an app or some sort of software or, you know, just something, something small that you can do inside your own profit center that can, uh, really make it easier to process orders. So Dan, you want yeah. to talk about Avocado? Am I saying that right? Um, yeah, Avocado. It was a, it's a text messaging or SMS system process, um, and it's really been beneficial for us in order to help our customers get in con- contact with us and also process orders and just get on a different la- level of engaging with our customers. So, how'd you find um, out about very it? Beneficial. I'm sorry. How'd you find out about it? Well, I was looking for something for a while, actually, um, and we're, was testing a bunch of different systems but a mutual person we know josh rogers josh rogers um, I was talking to, yeah he's a manager down in our ventura office and also my my division manager we were talking about it and he goes oh i use this product called avocado you should check it out and it was like on my top five list so hmm. i ended up just deciding to take a really hard look at that and that's kind of what we went with nice so, um so we'll get into like pricing and stuff like that but how do you use it how did you set it up um, what were the benefits, you know, what do you like about it? what do you not like about it? Well, what I was finding out was that a lot of our customers were, you know, contacting us in various ways, but one of the ways they were contacting us was just texting us directly on our cell phones, our personal cell phones, or even our business cell phones. And so yeah. all the different sales guys <laughs> were getting different text messages from different customers all day long. So I decided, well, why don't we just centralize everything? And that way they can only only have to text one number and anybody in the office can take care of them because it's usually going to be a truck order or a will call or a quick follow-up on something. It's not going to be something too detailed. 
Right. So that's when I really started looking into different products and different software we could use. And, um, and again, once we set on Avocado, um, it's been a real good lifesaver for us and our customers. We have a good group of customers that really love it and use it a lot. And so I'm in that boat uh, or category of people that receive tech messages, whether it's an entire order, whether it's a picture of an entire order um, that's written on like one of our forms, like a scratch pad or a piece of cardboard or two by four, two by four. You know, I've seen it written on the back of a palm tree plant, like literally everything. Uh, whatever's around the job site and they send it to me and then um, becomes solely my responsibility to take that order and do something with it. And what you're saying is that this technology allows multiple people to access one account and see what's going on in terms of, does it break it down and start like almost like an email kind of thing at that point? Or uh, Yeah, it kind of make it kind of breaks it down almost to like a regular text message string or an email chat string. Okay. So once you get it set up, and you have your customer base in there as they call in or they use it, it'll, you know, identify their number and you can put in their information. Mm -hmm. And then you can start act, you can start adding tags to different names. So whether it's a customer or a vendor or an employee, um, we do a lot of Lutron. So I have a lot of Lutron pro customers. Yeah. Um, so I tag them as Lutron pro customers. Oh, so cool. when, I, when they come in, I know, you know, who it is and what they're really looking for. Um, and then they have a desktop, desktop application that goes with the app mm -hmm. so that all my inside sales guys, three of my counter stations, my receptionist, myself, my outside sales guys, it pops up on their desktop when there's a new message coming in. Okay. So I'm the customer. I send a, I see, I see your number. It's an 805 area code, which is your area code. I assume. Correct. I send a list in, I need, you know, 10 DVCL one, five, three PWHs. Here's the job. And here's the PO. I click send and then it pops up on all those computers you just mentioned. Correct. And then does when somebody inside replies to it, are they able to like automatically code their signature onto it or Yeah, it's gonna say like um let's say we have ABC Electric text something in yeah. and crew sees that first and he takes ownership of it, the app will actually say in there in the conversation, Cruz has taken ownership. Mm, okay. That's a really so key we, point. And then we can also see his response. You know, or you can delete yourself from the conversation if you want. But I usually tend to keep it open as a manager so I can see everything going back and forth. But the other inside sales guys will click themselves out of that message so they don't have to worry about it anymore, knowing that somebody else has already taken care of it. Okay. Um, and because you see all these messages, have you ever seen anything like, you know, embarrassing or inappropriate or like a customer's upset or anything like um, that? Not, or, nothing, you know. nothing embarrassing. Okay. Like that. We did have one customer who used the text message to, you know, basically not happy about a specific order. Yeah. But that was taken care of right away. Okay. So the reason why I like to see all the messages is the fact that my my promise to our customers was if you use this service, you're gonna get a response from us within five minutes. Right. You know? So that that was our goal. And so I actually have it on my phone too. So if I'm out in the field and I see a text message come in through Avocado, and I see that three, four minute mark coming up and no one responding, I'll get on and respond myself and say, Hey, got you taken care of one of our, one of our sales guys will get back with you right away. So you know, then I call the office and say, Hey, who's not, who's not <laughs> taking care of the avocado. Right. You know? Right. And um, does it, does it pop up and like supersede whatever you're working on on the computer or. It kind of gives you like a notification like you do on your phone. Okay. Um, and then on your computer, there's a little thing that pops up like an email, like a new email just mm. came in. It'll pop up on the lower. So it doesn't take over your whole screen. Right. But it's definitely enough to know, oh, 
something's coming in. Right. Okay. Because I do think that's that's where it's at. Like you're seeing all these like uh, chatbot type apps where it even controls like your budget or your schedule, and so people are much so comfortable with texting that they'll text this chatbot that they know is a chatbot and say like, "Hey, how much can I spend on bagels this week?" And it'll it'll do the math for you, and it comes back with AI or uh, machine learning and says like, "Well, hey, hey Dan, you can spend this much on bagels this week, but that lowers your budget for food by this much." And so they're right. obviously very comfortable in that format of of communicating just via text message yeah and again you can send a picture of something you know you can do okay. all the same thing normally with text you know you, you is works the same way so whether it's a picture of a circuit breaker they're trying to identify or a picture of the list they've written up yeah whatever it is that will come through on the desktop or on the phones just like any other text would videos videos will also come through okay. yes cool if need be okay yeah. pretty versatile I really like this. And we've been playing with the idea of getting a Google voice account number and having everybody have access to that, which would mm-hmm. be free, I guess. But I could I could see it being a lot more cumbersome than what you're describing. Yeah, um, we we looked at that also. Um, and believe it or not, we could talk a little bit about the Google situation, um, you know, either a little bit today or maybe later down. But there's a lot of good things about Google and there's a lot of things not good about it. Hmm. Um, one of the things that we found was there was a big delay with the Google number um, coming into the office um, and because they had to play almost like a little bit of an advertisement to to the person using the product. Like, oh, we're going to, you know, Google's forwarding your call to XYZ. Oh, okay. So it was direct correlation. Um, with Avocado, if somebody actually calls that telephone number versus texting it, yeah. it'll actually forward it right directly into our phone system. Oh, so that's cool. As a phone call. So they don't, we don't miss anything just because somebody used it as a regular phone service versus a text service. So it calls your PC. Yep. It gotcha. does. Okay. That's pretty neat. Um, okay. Do you mind talking about pricing or is that something you'd rather not share? Or... Oh no, we can talk about pricing. It's public on their website. Yeah. So I want to say it's $80 or $79 a month if you pay monthly. Um, and I think that gives us about 2,500 um, text messages in a month. That's a lot. Uh, that's a lot. Um, we have not we have not gone over that. Okay. So, then roughly how many customers do you think are on it right now? I've got about 12 to 15 that use it religiously. Awesome. Uh, pretty much every day. Um, and then I have a few stragglers that use it every so often depending on where they're at or what they're doing. Um, but we definitely have a core group of guys that use that, you know, technology all the time. Can you talk about the uh, conversion process and what it took to get people f- away from texting their inside guy or their outside guy or me or you or, you know what I mean? Like I, I could see that as being a big challenge. Like they're used to dealing with Dan or they're used to dealing with right. Cruz um, yeah. directly. It's um it's still an ongoing process, but for at least the first 30 days, it was if somebody texted our wanted them all doing text back saying hey got your order but in the future please use this number so that way anybody here can make sure you're getting taken care of right because i could be on vacation i could sick i could be not able to answer my phone because i'm in a meeting whatever it may be yeah uh, we want to make sure the customer gets taken care of okay so, uh, so it took about 30 days for most people just to start using the number um and then we still have a few stragglers once in a while who forget you know, that, oh, that's right. That's the number I want to use. Right. So. Well, I'm in everybody's phone as CED Mike. And so mm-hmm. when they dial CED, I get called all the time. Um, right. 
and I don't mind it. But then when I when I pick up, they're like, "Oh, I didn't mean to call your cell phone." But hey, since I got you, <laughs> you know, and they go into this whole like, they go into the whole order or request or whatever it is, and then you're kind of stuck. Like, I don't want to be the guy that says, "Oh, I'm not gonna, I don't do that," or "I don't do that anymore." Especially, it's even worse. Um, right. But so getting people off of that train and like you almost want to take their phone sometimes and like reprogram it for them. Like, you know, yeah. change the order around or something. I've done that once or twice already. <laughs> <laughs> well, what so, I'll do is if somebody calls my cell phone, I'll call them back from the PC uh, right. just to get them more in the habit and let them know like, Hey, you're not, I'm not calling you back on the number you just called me on. This is right. how I prefer to be communicated with. Yeah. It's right. better for the customer, you know? Yeah. I mean, Cause if they want to be able to get somebody to hold over your office, if it's not you, somebody at your office hopefully can take care of them. So, yeah, so you guys are mainly using it for like will calls, stock orders, um, you know, identification purposes of special order items. Yeah. Um, do you use it for outgoing texts? And like, say somebody sends you that breaker, and then the next day it comes in, would you then contact them via the Avocado app, saying your breaker's in? We've done that a couple times. We normally will call and leave a voicemail. Okay. Uh, but one of the good features, and one of the reasons why I set all the Avocado is that they have a broadcast feature which is really, really cool and also really powerful. Okay. So once you get your contacts in there, and let's say it's all your, you know, all your number one customers or whatever it may be, yeah. um, you can actually create a broadcast to go out to those specific people just by using the tag that's associated with them. And you can say, I want to send this to all my number, you know, my, my top 20 customers. Hmm. I want to send them a special pricing or a special invitation to something. It, you can schedule that out and have it go out on a specific day at a specific time just to those people. Nice. You're kind of like reverse advertising. Or, you know, it's like this campaign that you can send out. Yeah. So where we use it a lot is when we do a counter morning, the day before that counter morning, I'll send out a broadcast to all of our customers to remind them, hey, we have a counter morning. Yeah. You know, the next, And I get a lot of people responding, hey, Grace, remind me, whatever it may be, we get a lot of engagement back from people when we use that broadcast feature which is really nice and is there like uh there's definitely a fine line there right you can only, you can't abuse it you got to use it like once every couple of weeks or um i probably use it about once a week depending on what it is okay uh, and the groups we'll yeah use we'll use it coming up for memorial day remind people hey we're closed for memorial day just kind of give That's them good. reminders yeah. of different hours or things of that nature um like all my customers that are associated with a specific inside sales guy I've got tags specifically as, you know, he's the inside salesperson mm. or outside salesperson. And if there's a birthday anniversary coming up, I can just send a broadcast just to his customers to remind them, hey, it's Scott's birthday today. If you're in the area, say hi, you know, wish him a happy birthday. Oh, that's really cool. And, yeah. So it's a really nice, fun feature, but it also can be very powerful from an advertising standpoint to get an engagement with your customer. Very cool. I like that a lot. I think um, that's definitely where things are going if they're not already there. Um, we're all seeing it. You know, I've got inside people that get tons of text messages. And it'd be nice if, you know, on the days that they're not there, they're not just pushing them on to other people. If everybody could have access to that and really have an opportunity to step up or like the guy who doesn't get those text messages kind of feels left out. And now he's got a chance to actually participate in those accounts and right. build his own relationship with them. Yeah. Um, Cool. Yeah. And I like that feature where you can send it in the in the future. I have this feature on my phone where I can send text messages in the future by holding down the send button. It like pops up the calendar and you can choose the date and stuff like that. And that's when I figured that out, I was told by accident, I was just holding my phone in a weird way and it popped up this calendar on the text message thing. And I was like, what is this world? You know, like, <laughs> 
Like, and so now I can send a text in advance, like the next morning. So if I think about something on a Sunday at two o'clock and I don't want to bother a customer, I can set it up to go out at seven thirty-one on a Monday. Say good morning. Right. How are you? You know, can we set up the lunch or something like that? I actually did that yesterday. So yeah, that's a that's a beautiful feature. Um, yeah, and we use that internally a lot too for our employees. Um, I know you have an email that goes out about every Monday, kind of giving everybody an idea of what's happening that week. Yeah. Um, I, I use this as a broadcast because a lot of our warehouse guys don't have internal email. Mm. They only have their phones. So, you know, all 26 of my employees, I can send a broadcast text out saying, Hey, don't forget so-and-so's on vacation. I'm going to be gone a day or two for meetings and just kind of give them a synopsis of the week. Um, knowing they're going to get it cause it's going to be on their phone. I don't have to worry about them logging into an email somewhere, you know, doing a post office. So it's another way for me to communicate with my employees a lot of times, too. Okay, so you use it internally as well. Okay. Yeah. I like that. And how many PCs are you aware of that actually have that and use that? Um, I just know us and Josh down at Ventura for sure so yeah. far. In fact, those guys down there will actually use our avocado to do stock transfers. <laughs> by, you know. They do that. They do that because they know we're going to get it. Versus, um, you know, doing it the formal way. They'll send us an avocado text saying, "Hey, can I get this from you and have it on the morning truck, or we'll have our guy pick it up?" Uh -huh. Versus going through the normal channel. So we're trying to curb that usage. But <laughs> hey, it's it's better than somebody having to get on the phone and and go through the whole. Hey, how you doing? How's your weekend? You know, cool. I just need a price on the Q at one twenty. We're out of them. You know. Yeah. Um, we have. A good relationship with Ventura so it's you know it's one of those things where we're not doesn't bother us too much but I don't think the company as a whole wants the company wide to start using that as the way to get stock <laughs> done yeah we've had uh internal issues here with the uh, chat bots or not bots but like using like MSM messenger or something like that yeah um somebody thought they were sending a message to one person and it went to somebody else and of course it was about that other person and yeah. then it turned into this whole ugly thing. It was like a really cool thing at first because you could be like, hey, someone's on the phone for you and you could make a decision live. Like, what do I want to do with that information? Right. And then somebody just totally screwed it up for everybody. So <laughs> we had to get yeah. rid of it. But this. I think, yeah, I think the good thing about Avocado is you know it's going to go to everybody. Yeah. So it's not like you're sending a specific somebody an SMS and you know it's a broadcast text that everybody in the office is going to get pretty much. So it's really worked really work-related and work-focused that way. Hmm. I like it. And our customers know that, too. So they're not sending in a text to a specific guy. They know that it's everybody's going to see this. That yeah. way, everybody can take care of you. And that's mm -hmm. the way we kind of promote it. It's like, as a whole, CES Santa Barbara is here to take care of you, not just one guy. So, Well, yeah. that's, that's the dream. And I find myself, you know, when you're first making sales calls, especially on a new account, you're always trying to sell yourself and then CED. And then sometimes we forget to sell, like, the whole package like the whole team the whole 26 employees or in my case i think there's i lose count there's like eight or nine given the trainee levels and stuff but uh yeah like we sometimes we'll forget that that's really what we should be selling is the whole experience and the whole dynamic of of inside guys counter guys warehouse guys delivery drivers like that just adds people to our customers payroll without them having to pay for it they're paying for it in the price yeah. of, of what they're buying versus what we pay for it um, right and that's such an easy thing to forget, and yet it's really powerful. So it's cool that you're able to do that and, and really get that out to the customers. I'm curious, because I'm sure you guys were nervous about it at first, or like maybe it was slow to roll out. Like I'm, I'm very concerned about like the rollout process, or just curious about it, I guess. I would say what we did, um, and i kind of done this with every product that we use, is technology-driven, um, whether it's the customer portal, 
um, the new ArcLight product that we have app coming out that we can talk about at another time. Yeah. But I always try to find two or three customers that I have a really strong relationship with mm-hmm. that are already doing something along those lines that I can beta test it with to see how it goes and work out the work out the bugs as it were. Um, so with this, you know, we probably spent two months with four different customers that were already texting us directly. Yeah. To test it out and then break, you know, get through the problems that we might see. Um, you know, making sure that we were responding quickly enough for them. Um, so once we got those four customers on board and they were using it regularly and we had gotten through our learning curve, then I was able to open it up to everybody. Hmm. So I would highly suggest you find a couple of customers that you have that strong relationship with that you can beta test this with before you go quote unquote live with it. Oh, I just had to flip through my, my messages from today and let you know who those there guys you go. are, you know? <laughs> Uh, has it made your life easier? Or do you feel somewhat disconnected from those guys? Or oh, absolutely not disconnected. Okay. Uh, I mean, we have a pretty unique business in Santa Barbara. We get a lot of counter business. Yeah. Eighty uh, percent of our business actually walks through our door every day. Wow. Uh, so we, you know, we have a very heavy counter traffic. So That's I see amazing. those guys regularly, anyways. Yeah. So, but it's made our life easier in the fact that it's it, not that you can technically multitask. But we can be, I can be on CDNet doing something and get an avocado and respond to it very quickly without interrupting the other things that I'm already doing. Right. Um, and the customer doesn't know any different. And he doesn't have to be put on hold. And he doesn't have to get a call back. He can take care of his business right then and there. Huh. I like it. So, I like yeah. it a lot. They should give you a commission for all the, uh, all the people that are going to be signing up across the country after hearing this. Well, and the other thing I like about it is it does have times on it so that you can mm. set it up to where like six o'clock at night to six o'clock in the morning. If somebody texts you something to that number, it's going to automatically respond saying it's outside business hours. We have your text. As soon as we get to the office in the morning, we'll take care of it. So it's not going to ping you, you know, after hours and say, hey, you know, here's here's something you got to take care of. It's going to let the customer know that. You know, you're not in the office, you know, it's the weekend, it's Sunday, but as soon as you get into the office on Monday, you're going to be able to handle, handle that text for them. So, so e- even though people would have the app on their phone, it, it wouldn't mm-hmm. bother them outside of normal business hours. Is that what you're saying? You can, yeah, you can set it up not to do that. Okay. I have it set up to go off all the time, except for at night. I have a do not disturb yeah. from my phone uh, from nine o'clock at night until six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Unless it's the alarm company or my kids, you know. <laughs> Even my wife, I have on do not disturb. <laughs> yeah, I had to do the same thing. It's just otherwise people just try to get to you at all sorts of hours. And and I, you know, I I learned after all these years that a lot of times they don't want to actually talk to you. They're just trying to get it off their plate. And Correct. Plate at fortunately at ten o'clock at night. But as a customer service person, you really feel compelled to respond to that. Yeah. So you know, even though they tell you don't worry about it, you still worry about it. And so, well, that's a know, perfect example. Yeah. Of uh, when to use the uh, send a text message in advance thing. Because I'll think about something at 930 at night, even for vendors or anybody, an employee, and just I don't want to bother them and burden them with that, but I need to get it off my plate. And so sending it in the, in the morning. But then they reply, and I'm like, why are they replying? Oh, yeah, I sent that like three days ago <laughs> when I was thinking about it on a Friday, and now it's Tuesday morning reminding them about something. But it's really yeah. – it's. It's pretty cool, and I think this is like a natural progression uh, of that for us. Do you know what industry this was designed for, or like why they made this feature? Or... Well, seemed... I'm not quite sure what it was made for. Um, they 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 basically on their website touted it was basically from a customer service application. Hmm. Um, but I think you know anything like this, we can adapt to our industry very easily if we're just smart enough. Um, 
So, you know, I always like to, you know, people say, oh, that wasn't mainly meant for our industry or, you know, but it's just like, well, our industry is sales. And if it doesn't, if it has something to do with sales, then it's meant for our industry. Right. So, right. Well, this seems like it is like very specifically something that we could take advantage of more than a number of industries I could think of because we deal with the same customers over and over and over again. Right. Um, I just signed up to have like the Google message option on your website. So it's going to be Google CED Vero Beach. It's like phone call directions and now there's message. And so that goes right, right to me. So this is like a natural progression of that for that's for strangers. That's for like the one off guy saying, hey, do you have this odd breaker? I'm in town. But this would be more for like your your core 12 customers or whatever it is that that are already yeah. doing this every, every day anyways. Yeah, we have had, you know, cash sale people run across it or utilize it, and which is fine. We yeah. take care of them like anybody else. I would say that's maybe once or twice a week that we get somebody outside of our customer base utilizing it. Um, they usually use that number to phone call us, not knowing that it's actually a text type right. service. And again, since it goes straight through, they don't know the difference. Hmm. Um, we see the difference on our end because we can see it come up in the avocados like the person's calling versus texting. It'll kind of tell you that that's an incoming phone call, not an incoming text. Yeah. It's nice. I do like it a lot. And we were just talking about this last week about having some sort of, whether it's Google Voice or whatever, uh, a way to text people that their orders are here coming from a centralized number. I actually put it, told them to put a pin in it because I knew we were having this conversation. But I mean, I was talking to my warehouse guy and he says, I can't tell you how many times I'll call somebody. It rings four times, goes to voicemail. As I'm leaving the voicemail, they're calling the store back saying, hey, somebody just called me there. And, right. I, and I've got six or seven people saying, no, I didn't. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. And the guy who it was is on the phone. So he's not answering that. Yep. And then the customer is like upset because he just got his time wasted, hangs up, gets the voicemail right. to find out that that breaker's here. So yeah. I'd love to be able to just shoot a text with a picture saying, hey, that breaker you ordered yesterday is here. Come and get it. Or oh, we can bring it out or whatever. So this sounds right. like a perfect... Uh, Perfect opportunity for us, really. Definitely, that definitely would work for that. Pays for itself, eighty bucks a month. Uh, I it feels like it's an extra three people on hand. Wow. So yeah, okay. yeah, definitely. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So your receiver could have this on his desktop, and every time a package comes in, he could just like you say, either take a picture or he could just type in, "Hey, your order for you know one two three Laurel Lane is in," you know, set up for delivery or set up for will call. Cool. And it's part of his daily, you know, routine. I like it. Yeah, we have a tablet down there and, of course, the delivery tablet. And I'm sure he's, he put on his phone and stuff like that, too. Great. Yeah. Well, that's a great introduction to this series we're going to do about uh, technology hacks and, and tips. And uh, really appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on the show and uh, enjoy, yeah. enjoy your vacation. Where are you, where are you going? Anywhere fun? I'm heading off to a couple track days with my Porsche 911. So oh, that's right. Doing a Button Willow on Thursday, which is actually my birthday, and then Laguna Seca on Saturday this week. So um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Nice. So. Well, I may or may not send you a text message in the future for your birthday later this afternoon, <laughs> so I don't forget. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Well, thanks, Dan. This has been fun. I'll, I'll catch up with you. I appreciate it, Mike, and look forward to doing it again. Yes, sir.